it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an S. And the S is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. I said, please, like, please just post something, a story, and just say what you said was not that serious, and it's literally not true. He said, you should, one, know what kind of person I am. I say things online for a reaction. If you don't like that, get out of my house, and we will not be together. Sleuths, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows, That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live and then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am recording from WTF Media Studios the chicest, sexiest, best fucking studio to record from in all the land. By the way, I shouldn't be saying the F word within two seconds because I keep getting in trouble on YouTube, which if you have not subscribed to my channel yet, you're missing out. Tits out, I only have hot people on the show. Georgia, the people have spoken and we are answering. I'm here with Georgia Hazarati. Did I say yes, that correctly? Yes. I really need to get in the habit of not asking while I'm recording. Like, is that how you say your last no, name? My last name is hard. Like, it's Lebanese. Like, it's difficult. It's a unique name. So it's, I get it. it. I mean, it's sexy. Thank you. It's sexy as fuck. <laughs> Thank I you. can tell you that. Georgia, how many people were reaching out to you saying, go on Sophia the Neff? and speak your truth. I've never had anyone like requested as much as that. Like majority of my comments on my last TikToks were all your name tagged, everyone just being like begging me to go on this podcast. And I honestly didn't wanna go on a podcast. And then I was like, you know what? I think I should speak these things out. Mm -hmm. And everyone wants me to do this podcast. I'll give the people what they want, do it once on this podcast. Because I was request, it was so many times, like my message requests are all your name. No, all the comments, like, are all your name. Like, it's crazy. I was like, like, okay, like, let's make it happen. We started texting and it was like, okay, you're flying here, like, within 24 hours. Yes. You just got, you got here last night, right? Yeah, yeah, I flew in last night. Like, thank you, by the way, for giving me this opportunity to actually speak my side, because I feel like it's not always easy to when you've been with someone that is so well-connected and has all those connections for podcasts to speak their side, Mm -hmm. and you're kind of, like, new to this environment and, like, the underdog, and you don't really know where to go or who to, like, speak to, and I know I can, like, trust you. I just feel like you are a girl's girl, which is what people have been saying, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, the consensus I got. I was like, if I'm going to speak with anyone, I want it to be with someone who is a girl's girl, has my back in the way of, like, they want to get the truth out and let me air my side. And I feel like you've done that. So thank you so much. And I'm I'm really 
happy and excited for you to like speak your truth and what you've been going through because I've gone through something very similar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, the second people were writing Georgia and I looked into it, I was like, I ha- I have to do this. Like, yeah. I ha- you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I felt. And I was like, I don't, I always said I don't want to speak on things because like, I'm not like the dramatic style. I can go away from things and just be like, that was a great lesson. Like I've seen what I need to see and I'm moving on Mm -hmm. and karma will sort this out. I don't need to do anything. But like it comes to a point where if this is a pattern and it's like something that keeps happening with the same person, I want to help and give the people of the future that may experience these things with this person like a little heads up and also just... I want to clear my name. I'm like, why should I not? Because everyone is forming an opinion of things and I haven't said my piece and like I should. I should be able to speak my side. It also in these days looks guilty if you don't. Like if you go away and you're like, I'm the bigger person, people are like, she's quiet, she's guilty. And it's like, I know. I'm just trying to be the bigger person. But if you want me to go on that level, I'll go. Like a (laughs) hundred percent. I mean, you honestly were left no choice like no even if you didn't want to engage and yeah. didn't want to you know add fuel to the fire which it's already a huge fire without you even saying anything yeah. <laughs> you needed to speak your side yeah and like I, I wanted to do it on my own terms and then be done with it but there's so much more to the story and there's like it's not even like the accountability hasn't been taken by this person yet anyway so it's like there's still confusion in people's eyes like right with the he, he recently put up like a tiktok saying that he doesn't want to pour you know and we're talking about your fuel to, yeah mm-hmm. add more fuel to the fire it's like he's no, you exhausted the fire. <laughs> yeah he's exhausted all the opportunities to add fuel to the fire he's been doing that for a while and i've sat back and said like let god take the wheel i'm like out on this one but He added fuel to the fire. He's come for my character. He's done things that prove he does not wish me well, like he said Mm -hmm. in that little thing he put up (laughs) with the comments off because he's so scared about what people are going to say because they see the real side now. Mm -hmm. It's like, you've done your bit. Now I can do mine. And you can sit back and listen to it just like I have listened to you on multiple podcasts, change the story and come for my family and my character and everything else you've done so a million percent and when we first exchanged numbers like the first thing you said to me was I'm not even trying to engage and be messy but like I I have so many people yeah believing a narrative I just want to tell my side because like I owe it to myself I owe it to my family and I owe it you know, to the people that are like involved in reading and watching. Yeah, and like my family were devastated by the things that were said on the recent podcast he <sighs> went on. Like they were so kind to him and it's like, I cannot believe you came for my family. Like come for me, I get you're upset. We had a relationship. You're not getting the reaction you want from me anymore. Come for me, mm-hmm. but don't come for my family that treated you like that's such their a own blow. like they brought you into their house they were lovely to you like that's just wrong like I don't stand for that and I think it's super nasty at the end of the day if he's gonna apologize to anyone I don't even care if it's me my family deserve mm-hmm. it so what were your initial thoughts on that I feel like it was a very like predictable move on his end because I feel like they have a prior friendship. I know he's actually been on that podcast. Has he talked shit about me before? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I wouldn't be offended if he did. It doesn't matter everyone. But I feel like um, he's been on the exact same podcast about a previous ex Francesca before. And I just think the fact that they have a friendship opened that door for him to do it. And Look, I don't even think it's weird on her end for having him on there because he is like very good at portraying one side of himself to his friends and one side of himself to like romantic relationships. So she probably doesn't even see the sides of him that I'm speaking on. But like something I found really alarming in that actual podcast was when he's opening with being a victim like saying that he's been cheated on and then he goes into saying he wants to find marriage which is one of the most alarming (laughs) things to me yeah he wants to be on the bachelor and he wants to get married which is like so 
funny to me because <laughs> me and Francesca have both been in the same situation where he's like asked us both, you know, talked about engagement and this and that, but simultaneously was like messing around with other women. So it's like, you're not serious about well, that. Also, who's like, you know what? I really want to settle down and get married. I think I have to get on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's just a really good, like, opportunity for him to have women, like, give him a lot of attention and give him another platform where he can be center of attention. If you were like, to get on The Bachelor. Literally. And I think that's what he's aiming for by constantly saying in interviews now, he wants to get married, he wants to settle down. He does not want that. He's proved that many times. But, like, another weird part of that podcast is like at the end he's then saying openly and like kind of like he's saying it in a way like he's kind of proud of himself that he is knowingly sleeping with a girl who's in a relationship and whenever she has (laughs) issues with her boyfriend she calls him and they like sleep together I find that strange because like he was just dragging you through the mud for cheating and he's like this girl that I am fucking yeah is in a relationship yeah and like he's like so about open it. about it and it's even weirder that like the podcast host is like recently engaged i just find like that's something she wouldn't even align with or think was okay in any way and it's like you come on that podcast as a victim of cheating but then you're literally finishing it up with saying you're openly messing with a woman who's in a relationship and you're proud about it like i'm just it's so confusing to me. And then the follow-up TikToks of them both, it's like he even further validates that he doesn't care when people are taken because he made TikToks with her. And it's like, how I viewed you when you were single. And she's like using an ugly filter. And then it flashes to how I view you now that you're engaged. And it's like, she's like glowing and like attractive. And it's like, okay, so you're literally saying you prefer women who are taken. Like fantasizing about, yeah. oh, the second a girl is taken, has a ring on it. Like then I want to mess with it. Hard. And it's like, that's a known thing anyway. Like even from all the DMs I'm receiving are mainly centered around people who have experienced this firsthand with him in New Zealand where he grew up. They're all saying he's notorious for when he was young, growing up in this area, always going after women who are taken trying to get validation from taken women and that's like a known thing so it's like it it, he hasn't changed at all and you're sitting on that (laughs) podcast wanting to be a victim it's just weird to me it's like the whole podcast was contradicting itself it's very strange take and I don't think that platform should have given him the opportunity to speak that way. And I was raised this way and my family's always been this way to feel sadness and pity for people that act this way. Like hurt people hurt people. My mom's always told me that. I've always seen this as sad. This is probably why I kept going in this relationship for longer than any normal person would because I saw sadness in this human. I didn't Mm. think he's nasty. He's this, he's doing this because I made excuses. I was like, okay, but he comes from this he's like you know he's trying to prove himself he wants attention he needs this I always made excuses and at the end of the day I shouldn't have because I somewhat to some degree enabled him to go on with this for as long as he could and now I'm saying my piece on it and I I should but it's also like I wish I didn't put up with it as long as I should have and if anyone is in that situation of like feeling like people are crossing their boundaries or speaking badly about them or lying about them from the start of the relationship by the way he lied about me on the very first podcast he did after we met he sat there saying we slept together the day we met that caused an immense amount of pain for me that I still deal with to this day and it was not true like it's like and I let him like do that I let him I tried to get him to take accountability he didn't want to and at the time having the whole world be against me over something it was a huge tv show I'd won the show with this guy people wanted to believe I did him dirty I didn't it was not that way and like I had to suffer through that and while I was dating the person that caused me all that pain and not let him like he just didn't take accountability and I was like what am I going to do? Leave my boyfriend right now? Yeah. Like, and yeah. everyone else is against me and he's like my safety net? Totally. Like, I, that, you know what I mean? Like, that it put you in an impossible situation, kind of like the situation you're in now. But yeah. I think to speak to what you were saying, why was I with that person for so long? Why did I not like see these red flags? The thing is, 
and I've gone through this myself, obviously, when you don't think yeah. that way, when you're not that calculated, yes. you don't you don't know yeah. what to look for because your brain doesn't work it that doesn't way. It doesn't work that way. And I would never have expected, like now I see things for the way they are, right? I would never think someone could be as calculated as he was to after we meet the first day and I've told him I've won this TV show I'm here seeing the guy I won with he knows backstory on me from my season of Too What to Handle well let's back up for for people who don't really know what's going on and yeah. all the drama so you went on a reality show yes so on the show me and the guy that I won the show with we got along great I thought it was super lovely follow like it looks as though we left the show dating which is super annoying and it's something that he continues to run with knowing that it's not true <laughs> everyone in that house knows we did not leave that show dating it was a pressurized situation with 15 production cameras where he asked me to be his girlfriend after five days of knowing him and because I liked the guy at this point the options were to one embarrass him on global tv and say no I don't want to or say yes and then try and understand why he put me in that situation and maybe like take a step back from it. And that's what I did. I said yes, and I put him before me. <sighs> the next day we've like had a really good conversation and we sat and spoke about how I've only known him for five days. It's very soon to be taking that step. I'm not a fast paced person <sighs> and he was just in love with someone else a few days prior. Let's take this slow. He was Let's in keep- love with someone yeah. before he yes. asked you to be So like two people in the same two week filming TV show and no one thinks that's like strange or anything. They're Mm -hmm. just like, you cheated. And it's like, like, we weren't dating. (laughs) We broke it off like literally the moment it happened. And he was great about that. He was like on board for that. He said that the production felt he needed to prove his feelings for me because he was just recently in a strong feeling situation with Francesca. And they made him feel as though he needs to prove himself to me and prove to me that he actually cares. And he goes, now I see like you're a slow paced person. Let's take it slow. Like I respect that. We won the show. I go back to the UK. I'm with my friends for a week. Then we've decided we want to meet up in LA. I'm like, I want to see where this could go. We spent a few days together. Really was not what I expected. And from the bottom of my heart, like I genuinely wished like it went better. It Mm -hmm. didn't go the way we expected. This was the first time we'd been alone one-on-one not in front of not in front of 40 production crew multiple people on the show constantly monitoring every move this was the one time we're alone and it was not the same he'd mentioned like okay when are we gonna take that next step and I was like we've just started hanging out (laughs) like we've literally just left that environment we've only been around each other for a few days so there was a lot next of pressure. Like, just, what, why are we talking yeah. about next step? Like, this, this is, is the like next the step first right now. day I've spent with you out of that environment. Like I kind of want to see where it goes. Yeah. Like let's just slow down. And it wasn't going well. We had a great podcast. As you can see, we're both Australian, had a lot in common, but we did not sleep together that day. He knew what kind of show I just went on, mm-hmm. that I wanted, and that his ex was on it. And that I was the girl from my season that no one could really like get close to. Don't you think for two seconds it made the guy look good to say, yeah, I slept with her the day I met her. Why does no one see that? It's it's like a publicity thing. It's like, and like, I think he did because he knew what the show was going to come out. He knew people would knew I like know I won. And to, to insert himself in something that had nothing to do with him and gain a mass amount of attention from it mm-hmm. when he wasn't even on the show is very true to his character. And he did that. He pulled it off. And when it came to that point of people being like, you're a cheater, I'm his girlfriend. Right. And he would not defend me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hi, this is Amy Poehler, here to tell you about a new improvised show from Paper Kite Podcasts, the team that brought you Say More with Dr. Sheila. Check out our new parody podcast, Women Talking About Murder. It's a show about women talking about murder. Every episode features special guests, twists, turns, and the mystery of a missing co-host. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's dissect the situation a little bit. So basically, your ex, and this is not the guy you're on the show with. This is someone else, your ex. Yeah. He went on a podcast and claimed that you guys had slept with each other that day. Yes. This is a year before the show releases. Yes. So... And the episode drops, right? The episode drops. I didn't see it until, like, he did. I didn't see the first one he did where he just references sleeping with an Australian girl. So I genuinely, when I saw that, I was like, that could be about anyone. Like, he definitely probably (laughs) didn't mean me. But then the next one he did, we were about seven months into dating. Got it. um, And he's sitting, it's like uh, the podcast, it's... uh, with Hannah Burner. Okay. And he's sitting there saying, she asks him, she's literally asking how soon it is appropriate to sleep with someone. And then he's like, oh, like straight away, like the day I met my and girlfriend, he said, he we slept together that day on the podcast. And it's like, it was in an, a, a situation where they were talking about sleeping with people quickly. So he just went along with that narrative and he's just like said that day. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I, I go back and forth between the idea in my head of if he calculated that or if it was just a slip of the tongue because it's his character to make things more dramatic than they are. Either way, it was so wrong to put me in that situation because when the show came out and people believed that to be true and the guy I won the show with was using it against me to like victimize himself and make out he believed what was happening when he... I don't think he ever did. I was at the hotel with him that night. So that's the whole thing is... The guy that you won the show with, yeah. then you guys didn't work out and he decides to post your ex on a podcast yes. saying that you guys had just slept with each other to make it look, look as if favorable. you were a cheater. Yeah, and it was favorable to the narrative. Like I was at this point dating this person. So people are going to see that and be like, why would he now that they're dating lie about that Mm -hmm. and like when i would like because it was so intense that time of my life like i've never been lower i've never spoken about this properly but like i couldn't leave the house i couldn't sleep i was having panic attacks i would wake up in the morning and run to the bathroom and projectile vomit because the immense anxiety i'd feel when i woke up would overcome I, i would remember what's happening and that i was been hated so globally for something i hadn't done and my biggest thing is like i hate being misunderstood i can take accountability i can sit here and say you know what me and my ex did form a relationship pretty soon after ending things with the person i won that show with but there was no overlap and i'm not gonna sit there and be like i did something that i didn't do so like seeing me go through this pain and my ex just like not defending me and me being like I would hit rock bottom and be like, please, like, post something. something. Tell everyone. You just, like, said a stupid thing. They will have, like, you know, they will understand. And but his they're response not gonna understand. He literally said one time when I, like, begged him, I remember exactly where we're standing. He's in the bathroom doorway. I said, please, like, please just post something, a story, and just say what you said was not that serious and it's literally not true. He said you should one know what kind of person i am i say things online for a reaction if you don't like that get out of my house and we will not be together that's literally what he said oh, so he threatened okay, to so the leave response me. was you're homeless yes fuck you yes get a fucking life so i'm away <laughs> from my family i'm in la i'm living at this person's house i'm already getting a like a magnitude of hate online. I don't talk to my friends about it much because one, I don't know who to trust or talk to about these things because mm-hmm. they can say other things to other people. And I'm like so isolated. And the one person that I like clung to is like the source of all this pain. And when I ask them to defend me, they literally say, 
you either if you bring this up again get out of my house or we're, and we're not together so I literally had no option but to just cop it on the chin mm-hmm. and move forward with something that I didn't do and to this day people still victimize their character off this like they're still playing victim towards something that never happened That's and I have to true. sit back and still watch it happen and be like if people only fucking knew. My biggest regret regret that day is not strapping a GoPro to my body just so everyone knew exactly the movements I made that day. So people had the proof that I did not do this and they can just move their phone. Like You know what? Now this is this is the GoPro. Like right now, this mm. is you speaking to what actually happened. And if people want to believe you, great. If they don't want to believe you, great. Like it's you know. it's all you can do. You know what I mean? But I have such a soft spot because there is nothing more terrifying, anxiety-inducing, and sad than waking up every day. Yeah. Not knowing what horrible lie is going to be said about you. Yeah. And having the entire world hate you. Yes. And having people enjoy it and capitalize off it. Love it. And it's like... You, you don't understand as well when things like this happen, even your closest friends who know the truth, mm-hmm. even the people that were involved in the experience, they don't want to get involved because there's a winning team right now and a losing team. And if they associate with the losing team, they're going to insert themselves in the hate. So they step back or yep. worse, they take the winning team to get a little bit of clout, hang mm-hmm. out with them, post photos everywhere with them and indirectly give the public a message More of, fuel. well, this must, must have happened because yep. why would this person that was so close to Georgia on the show now be hanging out with this person that's right. claiming to be a victim if it wasn't true so people then like feed off that narrative and they're like okay well it must be true like, yeah because like, then they're no, like, like people oh, are just this- shit like <laughs> actually people just want attention I don't know what to tell you but like well yeah they do I mean I had merchandise made yeah. like saying team and the opposing team no. like with their name on it Oh, well, my like, my situation's making merchandise as well off the oh, victim status. I, okay, well, we're fucking boycotting yeah, that and it's really shitty material. It is. But let's... <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, I don't know. I know. It's like, it's shitty material. It's it an sucks. ugly design. I've never seen it. <laughs> let's fast forward yep. to a few weeks ago. Yeah. You were being very classy about the whole thing. Until you were left no choice. But all of that shit went down. He goes on a podcast, lies about you. And you ask him something so easy. that That's yeah. like what really, there's a couple of things that scare me about this person. <laughs> One of them is how easy to just a tweet. Oh, I know. A story. Hey, I may have gotten the dates wrong because now I'm fucking her, but this was released a year ago. Yeah. I was talking out of my ass. Like, yeah, that wouldn't have caused any no. harm to him. No. And relieved you of so much pain and actually it would have caused him a lot of praise because these days like taking accountability for something stupid you did if people appreciate that especially from a man like they would have literally been like okay like they would have loved him more and we were seven months into dating when he gave the actual you know like speech on it was the podcast day so for like it was so far in. We'd been sleeping together for however long. Like mm-hmm. people actually would have been like, okay, like he didn't think people would care. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was just, he just set a time. Right. But like it, he had every reason to get away with that and like take that title of me being a cheater away. So easy. But he didn't want to. <laughs> he just didn't want to. He liked the drama and he also liked – just looking like he wasn't the bad one I think because people always compared us and be like why would someone like this be with someone like this you know mm -hmm. what I mean and it kind of gave him a grace period of going well she's not that perfect now now it makes sense yeah she's a cheater like yeah which by the way I will get continue to get shit for this you let's say you did cheat which I know you for a fact didn't (laughs) but like let's say you did (laughs) Oh, let's fucking crucify her, martyr her, hate her. Like, yeah. Like, okay, everyone fucking listening, you've never like done anything, which again, I know you didn't, but yeah. it's like, is that that creep? Like, you didn't like, kill someone. You know what? Even if I did, let's just say hypothetically I did, which I didn't. Let's say I did. One, 
we were not in a relationship, me and the guy from the show. Two, I had spent 10 days filming with him in total. Who do you even owe that much respect for? Like, <laughs> like 10 days, zero. like there are people I know that see 15 people at once and like 10 days is not a concern to them. You know at what I mean? Like, and everyone is all for sleep with this one while you sleep with that one until it comes to me. I know. And then they're like, how dare she after 10 days? It's like, right. You guys don't understand. We spent 10 days together in filming. There was, it was over the course of two weeks, but four of those days were weekends, which we do not film on. And we're isolated in a hotel on our own. Wow. Floor. So I had 10 days with this guy with all these other people. And I owe him all the stuff in your eyes. Apparently we didn't leave the show in a relationship and I'm going to be like, crucified for that <laughs> one year and seven months later he still brings me up on every single podcast he still finds a way to flip the story that's going into my ex did this we were not together you don't get that you don't get the privilege of calling me your ex we right. were together for five minutes on a reality dating tv show <laughs> you are not my ex let's make that clear yeah I, I, that's really disturbing to me and another thing is people miss the fact that he is like literally still harping on about this why are you why are you not seeing that for how weird it is he follows my sister in australia he watches every one of her stories he brings me up on every single podcast episode and if he tries to deny that watching her stories thing she sent me proof like don't deny it I, he has your name on google search literally, it's every like my ex <laughs> is australian my ex you're not my ex mm -hmm. you're not we filmed a show together it didn't go well after move on it's been a year and seven uh, it's been a year and seven months like that is like an unhealthy amount to obsess over something that was that minimal that's, get over that's it that's crazy it is so annoying and it's like now you want to sit with my real ex that i dated for a whole year and both sit there and compare stories and both claim i cheated on you both now when i never cheated on either of you it's like which get a way. job like move on <laughs> also do we think maybe I don't know, they cheat or cheated yeah. on you or have cheated. Well, I know it's crazy yeah. to think about, but I have a pretty good inkling that I'm sure that's gone down. Well, I have proof that I've recently been cheated on the last relationship. Like so you many know people cheated. came forward after I posted the videos I did, which I wasn't going to do. And I did because I had to get my side out. And I'm glad I did because the amount of stories that have come forward validating what I already knew and other things I already experienced in this relationship just proved to me how shitty of a person this person is, one, and how they will go to great lengths to not only cover what they did but flip the narrative and make me seem like the bad person like they have from the moment I met them. Mm -hmm. It's like the amount of people that have said they've slept with this person is outrageous. So I'm it's like, more than how? One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then projecting your distrust on me yeah making me have to show you location and text updates and when i go to coachella with a group of girls you want so much from me yeah because you're so guilty and yeah now you know you could have got away with it all and just gone peacefully but now you go on every podcast to try and flip the narrative and make yeah. me the bad person when you know it's you He's so in denial. It's like, it's crazy. That's that's like yeah. scary shit when someone believes. They believe the it. The lies they're telling. He believes it 100%. Let's talk about Coachella for a yeah. second. So you went on TikTok you know and this is after he went on a very yeah. public podcast and very publicly said a million things about you yeah then you got on tiktok and you poked a bunch of holes in in the story yeah and we were just hanging out in my apartment before this recording and you were telling me what went down basically <laughs> he asked you to kind of film yourself yeah because he was like worried about whatever yes so if i would ever do anything like coachella like he was breathe. he was fine <laughs> so when i told him i was going to coachella for work he was fine about it when it came to the day before he threw this like weird fit about it made out he was so uncomfortable he doesn't trust me blah 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 
So I went there and I worked overtime to prove to him that nothing shady was going on. Even mm-hmm. though I was sleeping in a bed with a girl, I was in a house full of girls, yep. I was there for work. Most of the girls I was with were in relationships. They don't want to be around men. They're there for work. Like we were not around men. So I would send photos like every night, the first night, which is funny because he mentions me crossing his boundaries in the breakup letter that he mm. left on his bed when I got back from Coachella. We definitely need to yeah. cover that one. The boundaries that I crossed firstly were the first night that I was at Coachella, I sent him a photo to check in when I was in bed. <laughs> hey, I'm home in my pajamas with a bowl of pasta on my lap. I yeah. literally have the photo, like I can show you. <laughs> like I'm in bed, like pajamas, bowl of pasta. The next day he calls me and he was not happy with that. He said, you didn't film the room. So how do I know there was not a guy in there? I literally laughed and said, I had a bowl of pasta the size of my head on my lap. Uh-huh. I'm in my pajamas. Do you think if I met someone that I was trying to fuck that night, <laughs> I would be eating pasta in my pajamas? I think I would be looking a little cuter than that. Like, I don't You're like if I'm uh, fucking someone, I'm not like, mm, let me get a, fu- a eat huge sauce first. or bolognese. <laughs> have my hair slicked back. Literally. Be laying in the bed with it. Like, who even wants to have sex after they indulge in a bowl <laughs> of pasta that big? Like, not me. Like, my God. I I was like, I can't believe. And I was like, okay, so that's like not good enough for you. So the next day I worked overtime. Like I was, you're like every single set I was at this, literally the corner. Every time I saw one of his guy friends that he knew that we were mutual friends with, I'd be like, hey, look who I've seen so that they could vouch (sighs) for me not being around men. I was showing him videos of every set I called him, FaceTimed him. I literally worked. I don't even know. My friend said, how the fuck are you getting Wi-Fi right now? And I'm like, I've pulled strings. Like I'm connected into like the VIP, like hotspot, whatever. I'm connecting to all the cafe Wi-Fi. Like I'm literally working overtime. And my friend goes, you're like killing my vibe. But they're, like, they're like yeah. fishers on. Why yeah. do you have your, your fucking phone up in the air trying to catch a signal? She was like, I'm not <laughs> trying to be a bitch. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but you're like on your phone constantly. She's also in a relationship, by the way. Her mm-hmm. name's Kayla. She was like, the second I walk into this festival, I don't speak to my boyfriend all day. He trusts me. Um, I get home and I update him and then I speak about it the next day. But while I'm here, I'm having fun and you need to do and the same. And the moment. And I like even though I worked overtime, he still managed to pin on me that I was shady and cheating. He's and like, it's like, your ticket what? was scanned by a guy Li- and yeah. everyone saw it. You're like, yeah. okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cuff me. Arrest like, me. Shit. Uh, but like, he, he blew up at me the next day. It was like, screaming projecting calling me a narcissist saying all these crazy things because I was like confused why he was mad he said I'm a cheater I'm this and that which he he owns in the letter he actually took accountability for the way he spoke to me in the letter that he left on his bed like which I I admire because it's difficult for him to take accountability for things but he actually said he was sorry for the way he spoke about me to me which my friends heard right so basically this Coachella thing, he breaks up with you. Yeah. Because for whatever fucking reason, he's yeah. like, you're up to no good. Yeah. And then he writes a letter to yes. you. <laughs> can, we, can we discuss the letter? Yes. So when he broke up with me that day, he said, I have a gut feeling you've cheated on me. It was a gut feeling. Oh um, yeah, let's, let's break up. Are yeah, you j- over I have a gut, gut feeling, feeling every day about yeah, everything? Yeah, because he it's called anxiety. The by thing the way. is, like, he used that against me because I actually would have gut feelings, and they would turn out to be right. So True. he knew if he could say that, I can't fight him on a gut feeling because mine are always right. You know what I mean? Intuition. So he said he had a gut feeling I've cheated. He's going to throw all my stuff out of the apartment. I have all this on text. Then we didn't speak for like the last day of the festival and I was devastated, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this fun for myself. I'm going to go have a nice time, saw a bit of Frank Ocean, went home, whatever. Then I've come back and didn't hear from him still. And I was like, he's going to come around for whatever reason, like he was acting out. He's going to feel bad. He didn't. A few days passed. So I messaged him. I stayed at Kayla's house when he's done all this. And I messaged him and said, hey, can I come and get my stuff? Because he was throwing it out. <laughs> so I was like, can I come and get my stuff? And he's like, yeah, I won't be home from this time frame. Come and get it then. So he didn't even want to see me in person. I show up. 
get upstairs his roommates there we're talking the roommates completely normal being lovely to me because he mm-hmm. obviously knows i'm not doing what i'm being accused of and he feels bad i go into the bedroom there's a letter left on the bed and i can read it out for you it's like the most I, wild letter because it's like it basically proves that he's not accusing me of cheating like this is no this is literally something he's just making and have up. you ever posted this before no because i was like this is so embarrassing who gets broken up with over a letter after a year <laughs> like oh my god like break up with me in a better way than that that's crazy but it says georgia i would like to apologize for my words the other night i'm deeply sorry for saying that there is no warrant for those words to come out of my mouth what did he like he was like calling me a narcissist and a cheater and all this stuff so he's saying i'm sorry for that okay i hope you had an amazing weekend well you made sure i fucking didn't See, so. that's, that's like, that is toxic that is like behavior yes. 101 it's like, is i don't even i just need to make sure you have the worst time ever yeah, so i'm gonna break up then, with you and then i'm gonna say i hope you had a great time Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I had the oh best. yes! I was feeling great when you broke up with me Be- and called yeah. me a narcissist and a cheater. Yeah. Between connecting to the fucking <laughs> asking for a hot spot literally. while Fisher's playing, literally to having you call me a narcissist <laughs> when I'm literally sending you pictures, it was incredible. It was so great. Thank you, <laughs> mem mem. <laughs> there is a lot to say, but I don't want to fight anymore, so I will just leave it at this. I love you deeply, and I believe you are my soulmate, but I give up. I cannot do this anymore and no one should have to beg for respect from their partner. I had simple boundaries and things I needed from you and you stepped over them. The bowl of pasta wasn't enough. That was stepping. (laughs) Anyways, as you wish, I will not speak to you unless you would like to speak to me. Like, shut up. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. He did not. Unless you want to talk to me. I'm done. We're never talking unless you're interested, but absolutely Like, I don't want to speak, but if you want to, then I'll think about it. (laughs) If you would like to me to pay for an, a hotel or an Airbnb while you look for a spot, I'm happy to do so. I love you. Wish you nothing but peace and happiness in your life. And if you need help with anything, please call. Be safe. So hold on. You wish me peace and happiness. I love when people throw the I'll pay for the Airbnb yeah. as if you don't have money. As if that like, is like the nicest literally, it's stand up like, thing. The thing he constantly runs with is like, I let her live at my place. He begged me to live there. Like I we have just money. I it. can pay. I have yeah. friends in LA that are happy for me to live with them. I've lived with friends. Mult- the majority of our relationship, what no one sees is I was actually at multiple friends of mine because I didn't want to live with him because it was Mm. too much too soon and he was just persistent there was amounts of time that I was there and in the last few months I was at my ex's house Mm -hmm. was at my ex's house and he begged me to be there he got rid of all his stuff he cleared out racks so that I could move in he wanted me there I said I don't think it's a good idea he begged for me to be there and then he now uses that against me as well as like I let her live here like how dare she and it's like you begged me and I said I don't think it's a good idea I think that has a lot to do with wanting to be in control and what little things can he set up so that he has some kind of control yeah you know exactly and then he can control the narrative like he did right. like he even went on a the when i moved in last time two days later was on a red carpet and this interview's online and he's like my ex just moved back in with me she's sleeping on my couch i'm like my ex like you've just begged me to come back into your life you've been uh putting me in an album with engagement rings because you want to propose <laughs> to me asking me for my ring size daily and i'm like crashing at yours and we're fighting all the time and you can't believe that i've just like moved in it's that's like just like a what low are you blow? talking about that's like, also just a little bit staying on my couch like yeah as if, like, um i've never slept on the guy's couch you're once. a burden i was like, in his bed every night like, right what are you talking about but even like it's funny because like exactly this experience that i've experienced was what francesca experienced So let's talk about that because we have not as much time because I could talk about this for the rest of my life. But (laughs) I feel like there's a few like major, major things. One thing that really irked me and stood out to me was, and this same thing happened with Francesca. Yeah. 
he publicly bashes. I'm pretty sure he allegedly called Francesca an escort on a podcast and then followed up with his legal team. Mm. Had his legal team reach out to her, which is just a scare tactic. Yeah. Because there you can talk freely about someone. You can't like seek legal action unless it's completely disparaging someone's character and even then you can't, which the craziest thing is he has like this pattern where he publicly yeah. unprovoked will bash and drag someone's <laughs> name through the mud, yours, yes. and then turns around yep. and will have his legal team try to scare them into being silent. Yes. Which is what, I mean, it happened to Francesca. How's it happened to you? Yes. So he's doing the exact same thing that he did to her, to me. He went on the exact same podcast as he did with her, calling her an escort, as the one he's recently gone on and spoke a bit badly about me, saying I was bouncing on someone else. Oh, but Bouncing I was on someone's dick. Bouncing on someone else. Then he bashed my family. Then he did all this and... All of that. Anyway, the same podcast he did to both of us. And then the same thing with the legal. It's coming at me now from that angle. And it's like, you had your chance to run me down on multiple podcasts, speak your side. And now you're going to try and stop me from speaking mine. Don't pour gasoline on the fire and then say, I don't want to add to the flames. Like you made it. You made the flame. You you sparked the fire. Like deal with that now. Don't like try and back out of it now and take the, you know, scare tactics into stopping me from saying what I need to say. You did this, own it's it. Cr- it's bizarre. And it's funny because I reached out to Francesca. So we were not getting along after like perfect match. You know, we had that experience and it was what it was. Like it's been a year and whatever, how long? I don't care. It's in the past. Also, those shows are like, it's very, it's not a natural environment. People no. just don't get along and there's a lot going on and there's people whispering in your ear and you don't know who to trust. Like for whatever reasons, we didn't have the best relationship on that show, but I should have never let that experience cloud my judgment for her experience with this guy because everything she said was true I've experienced the exact same things down to the engagement rings that he was trying to propose he did the same to her it all comes down to attention he wants you know he wants all this attention from someone and then he wants to like discard them when he's done with them and run them down in the public eye and it's like we had the identical relationship, same relationship, different font, like literally the same, exactly the same. And since I I reached out to her and I wanted to smooth things over and just like take accountability for not seeing her side with this person, like obviously my experience with her made me think that maybe his side was more valid than hers. I was so wrong about that. She is, has been lovely and so supportive and like we were pinned against each other from the start and it's like sad to see because she's like I'm super happy for her now seeing how she's engaged and like she's doing so well she's glowing like Mm -hmm. that gives me the like validation and like the proof that I even though I'm going through the same thing as her like I'll get to where she is and I'll be happy and this will be something of the past and like whatever but like I if anything I'm grateful that I made the mistake of not trusting her story uh, her side with this person because I can now advocate for her experience and be like hey um I experienced the exact same thing yeah and if people don't believe it so be it but like I think this is a serious pattern with this person and I don't think it's going to end here and it may for a little while stop because it's probably aware of people catching on but it will continue these things don't die that easy it's like it's something that I don't think he can shake or he's not aware of either. So it's like, you know, if I can make it more aware and save someone this experience, then I'm going to do it. And if I'm going to validate her experience through this, then I'm going to do it because she's right. And I feel horrible that, you know, I didn't see that. And now I do. And you know what? I'm glad I reached out to her. She was lovely. We both apologized to each other. She said things about even the guy that I was on the show with that made me see that I'm not crazy about that she was we both have the same opinions about the guy I won the show with and my ex-boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend like and we both are like we cannot believe that we're in the same situation with these two men and now they're trying to team up against me (laughs) as well and like do podcasts together it's like give it a break leave me alone move on 
it, it's I'm so over it honestly it's like it's crazy <laughs> no I think that's it's really brave and I'm not trying to sound corny it's courageous for you to publicly speak about this and go back at them because they have proven there there's nothing mm. off limits yeah they will drag you and I think I'm really happy that you and Francesca had that interaction yes yeah, you know and like it's crazy because I don't even need to try and like prove myself the story with my ex has it's been out there and it's been changed so many times he continued to lie about me and now it's like he posts a story saying he wishes me well blah 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 he hopes I I wish him well you don't wish me well you have lied about me you've lied about my family you've lied about my character you have then slept with a close friend of mine to spite me and recently someone who has said on podcasts as well that they are a close friend of mine recently slept with them to hurt me you will do anything to hurt me and not wish me well you do not wish me well and I'm not gonna say I sit here and wish you the best because I honestly feel like you've had it you've had it with me you've had it with Francesca you've had it with multiple people and you've fumbled every time and you'll continue to do so I wish him honestly I wish him therapy I wish him healing I wish him growth and even saying all this with all the anger I have, don't get me wrong, I don't want anyone to bully him. I don't I don't condone that for him or anyone else. I I just want to clear my name. Yep. I want to see everyone to see this as a pattern and that people of the past were in the same situation and look at it overall because it's very similar. Like I want people to see this for what it is and not be so quick to judge over people speaking out on social media on every single podcast platform they can maybe the things you're hearing are not true maybe you should question them maybe you should seek evidence and maybe you shouldn't be so quick to judge and throw hate at people I've been on that side of it yeah it's horrible Mm -hmm. and I don't wish it not even for him or anyone else I want people to help him change I want him to take accountability and I want him to grow for himself not me for anyone else for himself I think that was so well said and extremely profound. And I think we should leave it right there. Mm -hmm. Georgia, you are incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. I can just tell you have a genuine, kind heart. And I think there's a reason if someone seeks legal action, maybe they feel a little bit guilty. That's just my little, that's my two cents. After you just said something so gorgeous, I'm just going to throw something in. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Georgia. And where can everyone find you? I I guess all my social media handles are the same. Georgia Hazarati. I'm on everything. Threads is my new thing. I love threads. I speak (laughs) my mind on there so much. So if you want to see what I'm thinking, go on threads. I love that. um, It's all Georgia Hazarati everywhere. Thank you so much. And hopefully people will see the truth. I hope. Even if they don't. They will one day. One day. <laughs> one day. Karma. Yeah. Play um, Karma by Taylor Swift. And Vampire by <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. That's <laughs> literally my new anthem. <laughs> okay, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.